0: Hello, Deborah Ishihara here, podcast editor for Talking Work. We're going to focus today on France and find out from the senior partner of our French firm the sorts of things international employers operating in France need to look out for. Welcome to Talking Work, the employment law podcast by Yus Laboris. In each episode, we invite a different guest to discuss what's happening in the world of work. If you're an HR professional of any kind, this podcast is for you. I have here with me today on the podcast Pascal Lagoutte, who not only heads up our French firm Capstan Avocat, but also recently became the new chair of Youth as a whole. Hello Pascal, it's a great pleasure to have you here, welcome.
1: Hello, yes, I'm very happy to be with you.
0: Now, Pascal, you've spent much of your career advising multinational businesses with operations in France on the intricacies of French employment law, of which there are many. Could you start perhaps by telling us about something that foreign companies might find surprising about operating in France?
1: Yes, uh, without a doubt, uh, the place held by staff representatives in companies of a certain size Uh, is certainly the most surprising thing for uh, foreign companies, even if we distinguish between the reaction of uh, the Anglo-Saxon companies and the continental European one. Because if you speak to a German company, of course, they are used to deal with uh, unions and employee representatives. It's less common for the Anglo-Saxon, for the American or the English companies.
0: Now, I know that you and your teams work for multinational clients on a lot of cross-border projects, Pascal. Um, Now, France is an EU country, and so many of the principles underpinning French law will be similar to other EU countries. But for all that, it seems that some things can be more highly regulated in France than elsewhere, and this can cause complications compared to some of its neighbours in the EU. Tell me, what kinds of things can it be complicated to do in France in terms of HR?
1: First, we have to understand that we are a Cartesian uh, country, and uh, we like uh, we like rules, and we believe that uh, uh, rules uh, will uh, prevent uh, uh, arbitrary behavior of the comp- management and so on. So it's one, uh, and the, the rules will promote the equality, which is one of the founding principle of our republic, and uh, it's something in, it's very important. For And it's something which has to be understood. And then, for example, yes, we have some something which which is difficult to understand. We have some rules which are difficult to understand by foreign companies. For example, before making any big decision regarding the company, the head of the company must consult the uh, works council. Now, the CSE, the new name of the works council, Comité Social et Economique. So you have to. To, to get an opinion from the Works Council before making a decision, but nobody is obli- obliged to take into account this opinion. So it's something uh, strange. So you do not have the company, do not have to take this into account this opinion, but it is a, an essential prerequisite of any uh, for any important decision. Uh, and the, the process could, could take up to two months. So it's a very long process. Which is completely useless because, uh, at the end, you can you can say you can tell the works council, okay, yes, I, I hear your opinion, it's interesting, but I will I will do the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the, the, the may, many times, foreign client says, okay, but why do we have to follow this long process, uh, from one day to two months? It, it depends on the reaction of the works council, and at the end, for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we do we, it's not uh, it's not compulsory to to take this opinion in account you do not have to change your, your decision you do not have to modify your decision you can go straight to the decision you to the plan you presented uh, on day 1 and you just lose uh two months to get an opinion from the works council mm,
0: So effectively you you may just be losing time but you still got to do it mm.
1: Yes, yes, because it's important or uh, I think it's not completely useless because it gives the opportunity for you to convince the Works Council and the employees themselves that your plan Mm -hmm. is good, that your your, uh, action plan is good, and that the decision you plan to to make uh, is in the interest of of the company and of the employees themselves so it's it's important to to pay respect to the works council uh, and to employee mm-hmm. themselves through their representatives. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. ask them their opinion. Of course, at the end we can make our decision. Most of the time we try to answer their question we try it's It's a great opportunity to provide them with explanation on our plan and on what we plan to do
0: mm, and to try and get their buy-in. So yes. um, yeah. <laughs> so tell me now a bit more about unionisation in France. Are the unions strong, first of all? And uh, I guess they are, from what you've just been saying. And, and what's the best way to approach negotiations with trade unions, do you find? Um,
1: you have to understand that to uh, assess the importance of the unions, we do not take into account the numbers of members of the unions, but the numbers of votes the uh, votes they get uh, in the uh, uh, Works Council election. So uh, even if you are not a member of the union, if you vote for, uh, for a union a unionist at the election of the, of the Works Council, your vote will be t- taken will be taken in consideration to uh, assess mm-hmm. the strength of the unions, the influence of the union. So the unions, is really uh, the, the influence of the unions is related to the numbers of votes much more than the, to mm-hmm. the numbers of members of the unions. And if you look at the at the election of the Works Council in France, there are a lot of people who are voting much more than uh, for the political election. So the Works Council members are elected by a large number of employees. And so it's a reason why they are so strong because we do not take in consideration the numbers of members, but we, we take the con- in consideration the numbers of votes. And you know, when you have a trial with the union, when you pretend that we are not enough representative, we are not representative, representing enough people, you mm-hmm. cannot ask the union how many members does it have to assess the strength of the union. You just uh, look at the result of the election, and if they have a majority or large numbers of people voting for them, they will be seen as uh, influential enough. And it's important because um, with the unions, you can sign many agreements, and those agreements will allow you to create uh, flexibility with, uh, with the labor code, which is uh, seen as, uh, as a burden by most of the foreign company. And for example, if you sign an agreement with the union, which represents one or two unions, which represent to get alone or together more than half of the employees, uh, you can get rid of the 35 hours a week. You can uh, get rid of counting working times in hours and, and try to count uh, working time in days, which is uh, quite uh, flexible and so this open uh, the, the way to many flexibility uh, within the company
0: mm, that's that's interesting and and I've heard about a phenomenon that seems very particular to France, known as boss napping. Uh, Could you tell us what that is and how mm-hmm. effective it is? And actually, have you ever been personally been involved in a boss snapping uh, incident?
1: Yes, napping? but, but <laughs> uh, now it's more folklore than reality, you know, <laughs> uh, and it's often used to fuel the French bashing, you know. It it it's it happened less and less, and uh, you know seizing the management to advance a claim is ex- extremely rare now. S- sometimes it's part of the, of the okay. ritual of the negotiation. You know, if you if a union has to sign have to sign an agreement, and if it's done in a very peacefully uh, process. Uh, it will not be seen by the employee, it will not be perceived by the employee as a good agreement. So the the union has to show that they will fight uh, to obtain a victory against against the boss. And sometimes trying to say, okay, we will block the management in the room uh, before, uh, till the end of the day, to be sure that we will be committed to sign an agreement. Uh, It's part of uh, of the day of... of the ritual of of a bargaining, but really, frankly, now it's it's happened less and less. It's still happening in some uh, very tough redundancy plan when you close a plan when you are dismissing a lot of employees. The first reaction. Uh, of the uh, of this of the union uh, or of the employee uh, it's very uh, could be very aggressive and they could try they could try to block the management in the room and it's happened to me when one day yes with my, my with my clients we remain uh, uh, in the meeting room we have to stay in the meeting room with the clients uh, till we sign an agreement and so under the threat of the of some of the employees and uh, the police arrive and came and and uh, very uh, wisely sleeve. The, the policeman says to the unionist, to the guy, for, to, to the employee representative. Okay, we are here to play uh, card with you, and uh, the, the management don't know the rules to play cards. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, we 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 wait till midnight. We sign the agreement and. Uh, and it, it, it has been shown by the uh, by the unions as a great victory and finally it helped the process to be successful. <laughs> and uh, But frankly, it, it's not a common practice. It's very rare and very, there are not a lot of uh, violence, very few violence
0: uh, in, in such this process. Mm-hmm. It still sounds um, a much more dramatic event than we're generally accustomed to in, in employment law, though. <laughs> but even yes. even if, even yes, if it's it rare. Um But Pascal, what tips would you offer to multinational companies setting up operations in France? Is there anything you'd advise?
1: Yes, I think that, uh, yes, the first advice I give to my uh, foreign clients is to take into account the French culture of social relations, which by tradition are more collective than individual. Mm -hmm. You know, it's quite surprising for an Anglo-Saxon company that they will have to deal with union Mm representatives and that they if in reaching an agreement with the unions, they will open, uh, they will create a lot of flexibility and sometimes value for the company. So it's the culture is much more um, oriented to, to, uh, to try to find, uh, to, to bargain, to negotiate with the unions, with the employee representative, and not only to fight with them uh, since the beginning. I have some clients who, especially from uh, some US client, for example, who are very used to fight first uh, and never reach an agreement um, and then it, it it's very difficult in france to to be only uh, to be only oriented to fight with with union instead of trying to find an agreement of course it could be part of the process you have to resist it's a balance of power you have to create to, to discuss with him you will not be happy the first day and you should not have to be happy to be to agree with them Uh, on the first day Mm. that you have to create the condition of bargaining so it it could take times but it could be reasonable and at the end uh, it will be a uh, win-win deal if if you spend two or or three or one week to bargain with them maybe you will get you will have a chance to convince them but your decision of course it's difficult maybe you Mm. have to close a plant you have to close a workshop but at the end, if it is made for the sake of the of the company and so for the employee themselves, and then you can explain that you will take care of the employee, you will set up a social plan. we will support the employee in their redeployment, and uh, but it will take time. And you know, if you want to dismiss uh, more than ten employees in a, in a company with more than fifty employees in France. There are two ways, or, or you, you can choose the unilateral way, or you can try to find out an agreement. Of course, tr- finding an agreement could take more time than making a decision alone, and to you go to go on your path. But if you um, choose the way of the agreement, it will take time, more time probably. But at the end, you will sure to get the blessing from the labor administration, which is which is also very important in France. You have to. T- pay respect to the labor administration. Uh, and then you will be much more successful uh, in uh, downsizing your your company if you try to find an agreement with the unions.
0: Mm. It sounds actually to be a pretty collaborative way of, of working in the end.
1: Yes, yes, it is. Mm.
0: Less than in Germany. Yeah. Yes, in less, less
1: than in Germany, where you have to find in certain circumstances, you have to, you have to find an agreement with the unions. In France, mm. we do not... Uh, you, at the end, even if you do not find an agreement, you, you can uh, go till the end of the process. So um, you mentioned earlier that the French, laws, French employment law seems to be very complicated. In fact, it's more and more simple. Now, the, since the last 10 years, we try to simplify a lot uh, the, uh, the employment law and now mm-hmm. the, the law secure, the process, the dismissal process, the time frame, the consultation process are also uh, uh, secure you know, in certain time frames. As I mentioned earlier, two months will be enough to get an opinion from the works council. And if at the end the works council refuses to provide you with an opinion, it will be seen as a negative opinion. It's more and more secure and, uh, and, and simple. But of course, we, we, you cannot um, get rid of culture uh, in one day. So it will take time to change the mentality. And you have to pay respect to the works council, to the, to the unions. You have to try to bargain with them. Of course, at the end, if they refuse to bargain, if they refuse to sign an agreement, you can implement your project. You can manage your company as you want. But you have to spend a little, uh, a little time to try to convince to, to join you in, in your way of thinking in, you know, to convince them that mm. your decision is, is good is, is made for the sake of the company
0: and one last question if i may pascal the use boris yes. alliance of law firms is now an alliance of 59 countries around the world but it wasn't always that way it was set up 20 years ago in 2001 by essentially a group of friends in five countries of which france was one we've come a very long way since then could you tell me something about your personal experience of the yes. alliance, how it serves our clients, and what it provides that they might find hard to get elsewhere?
1: Yes, uh, you are right uh, to point out that we we are one of the founding countries of the East Alliance, and we were very and we are very satisfied uh, with the work uh, accomplished over the last uh, twenty years. We were convinced that we have to, stru- to better structure. The international support to our client by participating in the creation of use laboratories, and we have created a global team. This is the important things so that we spent to the need of our client. The strong link we have created between us, the important means we put in common, reassure our client. Uh, they know that uh, by using the use laboratories team, they will have access to a fast, efficient, and effective solution to their problem that will create value for their company. Often, working with a global firm or alliance means taking the risk of uh, receiving a patchwork of solutions that are difficult to put together. By using our global team, uh, who have been working together for so long, the clients benefit from a global solution uh, designed by a team made up of the best player in the world of employment law. And this is, I think, the, the ultimate value of uh, working with use laborers. Mm.
0: And I can testify that everyone does know each other very well and, and they all work together regularly and that helps build up proper, strong alliances um, across across the world.
1: Yes, it is. it's a team, in fact. It's a team used to work together very effective and very oriented to building a solution mm. attractive and practical for our clients.
0: Well, thank you so much, Pascal, for all those thoughts and for coming on the podcast today. We have lots of information about all the countries in our alliance on our website, including regular updates on employment law from France. We've included Pascal's details in the description to this podcast, and you're very welcome to get in touch with him or indeed with me. You can find my details there, too. And if you would like to find out more about any aspect of employment law, we have a massive information on our website. So please do have a browse around at usetheboris.com. And I hope you'll join us again next time. That's it for this episode of Talking Work. But we'll be back very soon with more insights from our guests from around the world. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit usetheboris.com to access all our content resources and tools.